the, the simple fact that you know this and you question yourself, it is something that you don't need to worry about. As long as you're always honest and you have an open dialogue within yourself, mm-hmm. you don't have any issue. Yeah. Because if you have a conscience, if you have or, or an empath, a lot of people in our situations are very empathetic because we went through a They call me Dr. Jones, known as the Night Tripper. Got my satchel of green in my hand. Dig me tripping up and back down the bayou. I'm the last of the best, they call me the Greedy Man. Got many clients. What's going on? Welcome to the Po' Boys Podcast. So, we got round two with Tony Rager. Now, last week, there was some heavy shit. I think this one has a little more. To be honest with you, I haven't listened to it all the way through. So, I'll be just as surprised as you. I know where we left last week. We're going to pick right back up on that. Y'all are probably getting tired about hearing about my crazy-ass grandma. But I think if I get this shit out now, up early, maybe over time as I record and meet new people and everything, you'll understand me better. Maybe the way I feel about something or an experience that I've had. Shit I've thought about, I just need to fucking tell all the crazy shit I can so that people don't think I'm just being a prick and trying to one-up their goddamn stories. I can't make this shit up, y'all. So, you know, we're going a little deeper in the well today. And, um, you know, if last week wasn't really your thing, then you might not do this one either. (laughs) Just fuck it. Don't listen. I'm going to keep saying it. I don't want no shit from nobody. I'm new and I don't know what to do. I'm figuring this shit out. Motherfucker. So. Round two. Hopefully, uh, we'll come out on the other side. Tony Rager. That motherfucking savage warrior. Y'all take it easy. We'll catch you next week. For sure, man. Two or three years, Tony. I'd have killed that woman. Believe it. A little bit. It's the same thing as like abusing a dog. If you have a pit bull and you abuse it, one of these days that's gonna snap. It's gonna fuck you up, try to kill you. Or you know, it could be. It's it's just it's. You know what it was? Primal man. It's survival mode. The humans we are have our our whole basis coding that ensures our advanced evolution. Our next stage shit is the ability to overcome our means. That is human nature. And that's why we are the top animal on this planet. That's why we're talking to each other thousands of miles away in real time. Probably like a point three, four, five, six second lag. Who gives a shit? Five. It's that, that base coding. There's, there, there's a, a prime directive in the human coding that says you must advance. Or die. Yeah. The day you become useless, and I, I think I think it's within all of us. And and I, I I think this, but I know it's not true that it's within all of us because I see it all the time. The 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 pure sloth nature of the people that lives in the the gimme gimme gimme. They don't want to do anything. These affluent 
affluent millennials. Like the 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 idea of the founding fathers was is, is greatness will come out of the freedom and the liberty and of debate of ideas. And if you and like I've been talking about yin and yang lately, the white dot and the black dot within the yin and yang means that there is some evil in the good and there is some good in the evil. There all must always be balance. The philosophy. That's what that means. You yeah. Can't, you can't truly appreciate good until you know what bad is. And you can't yes. truly understand bad unless you have had to do it. But deep down, you were a good person. You just maybe have had to do bad things. Well, yeah. Or it's just the, the, the idea of, uh, of, of experience being the educational pattern of our psyche. Without experience, how can you have any point of view at all on any? It's weird because then you have that point of view, but that's your it's point a, of view, you know. It's a gain. And then it's a gain. Tell somebody well, else how you feel about something, or you know, there's it's a the exchange of ideas. Right. That's what it is. You need to have the exchange of ideas and experiences to come to a conclusion, a consensus, a non sort of a pseudo. These these are the outcomes of these situations. Almost statistically, you know, if you follow stats and, and you know, facts and stuff, yeah. you start seeing patterns based on experiences. And, and then you start to correlate. So then from that, you extrapolate it. So what does the human species need? The human species need, needs freedom in its direction. And although you and I are both atheists, right? I think there are one. Yeah. And, I and I, but right I word. think... It's, it's weird. I don't, yeah. I feel... Like it is important in a guiding book, of it's a moral compass, you know. If interpreted modernly, not it's fucking prehistorically like Islam. Yeah. But I, I think it's important because like uh, a lot of people don't have moral or no 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 sorry rich kids yeah, don't have yeah. experience. You just fucked me up a little because you. I think I just saw the light a little, Tony Rager. I think. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's like it's, it's all here, man. People like me and you don't really necessarily need or subscribe to a religion because as people who have been through chaos and traumatic situations we've learned good and bad and we know what the right thing to do is nine out of ten times that kind of situation would have no clue how to react to those situations exactly. therefore they need the guidance yep <laughs> I'm the next Nietzsche, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hell yeah! It's uh, and it's crazy. Like I, I'm spiteful and I'm still angry about my upcoming, my upbringing. I oh, mean, I talk about it like it was a godsend, but that's the problem now. And that's the the podcast thing is cool because it gives me an opportunity to talk to mother you, who mm -hmm. maybe aren't as crazy as we should be. Maybe we are, but maybe now as adults we're starting to realize something. There's got to be yeah. some fucking reason that I know all the things that I know. It, it feels like a like you're getting closer and closer to a purpose. Like, why the fuck do I have this much philosophical knowledge? Why do I have this much understanding of the human condition? I'm just a regular fucking guy that, that had a shit life growing up in a shitty neighborhood. I don't even know who my dad is. I have no history behind me. I have, no, I have nothing. It all starts with me. Yeah. My family tree. I am the base. I am the roots of my family tree from this point forward. Yeah. Because a family tree essentially is based on a patriarchy and a matriarchy. These two moral compasses for a greater good. For a, a fucking tree. If there is no no nutrients, no like life breathed into the tree, the tree fucking dies. And like the the family that I could have had died be out of ignorance. Out of being subdued to the fucking, the easy life of the welfare state. The, the idea that they don't need to learn. They don't need to grow. If they have something wrong, they just pop a pill. There's no, there's no fight within. They, they avoid that fight within. They run from the fight within. And they stay fucking drone the fuck out. Watching TV. Buying fucking, like filling their carts with junk food and not fueling their body with the essential nutrients and vitamins that we need for our fucking optimal operating system. Like, it's like giving watered down gas to your car. You know what I mean? And then when they get cancer at 53, they're going to wonder why. 
why I'm why and then and then not only that, but the people that had cancer and then continue the same kill yourself, bro. And you don't even want to be a better person. That's the thing, man. Like I fucking you know, was was taken survived all it's it's deep. Like it's it's a lot. Yeah. The list is long. It's a lot of everybody. Physical, I think that in my experience, everybody's had the shittiest lice. It's so it's that and then it out. Then it gets shot in the fucking face. Dude. Shot in like the I fucking can, face. It, that's crazy. That's okay. crazy. I empathize with that. I, although I haven't been shot in the fucking face. I get out of the hospital. That's crazy, man. I get out of the hospital like a month later. We're in a situation. My grandma cocks that fucking hand back. Like old times. And it was a moment. Did that hit you? With your fucking face shot? It was a moment that day I realized that she really didn't give a fuck about me. That's insane, man. And it was like, like that's a serious mental disorder. You remember, you remember when we were talking earlier about like how when you find the day it clicks and everything makes sense and all those times you tried to convince yourself that it wasn't what it seemed like and then that moment happens <laughs> and you go, Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's when I turned very Republican. <laughs> so then... <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't say Republican. I was conservative libertarian. Okay, go ahead. So then that pretty much estranges us from that point. A few years later, I have my final reconstructive surgery on my jaw. I'm 18. I'm dating a woman that's a year older than my mother. Okay. Oh, jeez. I, I got mom issues, bro. Let's just leave I, I, There's a homeless dude that lives over here that uh, I recorded with once, but they had a, I didn't post it. But uh, he's dating a girl that's two times his age. Yeah. And I was with her till I was 22, and she was 40. Yeah. So. Wow, that's crazy. So, How was that? What was that like? That was that was an interesting time in my life, Tony. Cause was she she wasn't all there, was she? She had her she had her flaws, but yeah. no. So. So the day that that whole thing came to a head, I had been staying with my grandma and some other family members in this trailer. And I came home from work one day, and this cousin of mine, this fucking, just this trailer park hoe, just <laughs> bad situation. Cheers to the trailer park hoes. <laughs> She's asleep in my bed, Tony. I walk in, flip the light on, and I go, what the fuck? Hey, bitch, you need to need to uproot yourself you know what i'm saying i was i was molested by my female cousin really and my my male cousin that's, by both of them that's a crazy story i i, had at, some, some I was at least shit. five or six mm. i remember i remember rolling around on the floor like her playing with my wiener yeah and it's you know it's all fucked up it's all right? fucked up i understand why i'm uh, why i'm like uh sexually i'm weird you know, I've been I've been open and honest about that forever. I'm not gay or anything, yeah. but like I'm I'm not weirded out by anything. There's nothing that's just like ah, I'm not gonna do that or that's weird. Like weird I'll let out. my girl peg me. I don't even care. I wouldn't go I'm that a, far. I'm not. Nah, I'm not I'm I would not, hey, though. Listen. See, that's my problem. Now, Tony, I, I I started to question myself. Why is that okay with me? To me, it's when it's a female. But yeah. I don't no, know. Hey. I, I maybe that's the reason why I'm so liberal sexually is maybe that's what did that to me you know what maybe, i mean maybe maybe because of your situation with your parents maybe you kind of have a mom issue too you know and maybe because it's submissive to a woman it doesn't technically register the same way in your brain you know what i'm saying that, i mean it seems so like like i've never been like okay as a man i've never technically had to be submissive to a woman right so maybe maybe that's something my subconscious is thriving for the, the the matriarchy maybe maybe people don't need to maybe we need both because that creates balance mm -hmm. we need fucking balance i need i don't know a mother's love i have no fucking idea what it's like i don't either i mean i don't i saw my oh, mom what, like, twice my a experience year. with my mom is she's a fucking <laughs> slut dude that's why i don't know my dad and, and like she doesn't even know what his fucking name is yeah. you know and i'm like me with conservatively 150 girls damn Conservatively, good. like I've lost track after a hundred. I got a late start, man. I didn't even get going till I was probably sixteen. Like really, I going. got going I had like eleven. I had some experience with this dude in the trailer park that got pretty fucked off when I was like eight. 
Yeah. It lasted for a few years, and I remember that. And I've only just recently gotten comfortable enough to even talk about one of the deepest fucking things I held on to. It's but, it's hard to open up to these things simply because of cultural cultural norms. Well, and it is what it podcasts. is. We all almost the majority of everybody experiences these fucked up situations just so well hidden. Mm-hmm. It's so well buried. I'm listening people to don't talk about a anything. Lot of podcasts and it, it happens to a lot of people, you know. It does. And it's yes. weird because And Mike, that's why I'm on. so free to talk about it, is because I know everyone's talking about it. they're just cowards. Fuck it. If it's happening to everybody, might as well talk about it too shit maybe if we start talking about this shit it'll stop happening that's the ultimate goal i think it's um... that's it dude dude i i literally did not give my daughter a bath like all the way up until she could bathe herself i refused i just said nope i don't even want to be mistaken as a pedophile Mm -hmm. simply because it was in my mind well, see, my you know situation's I mean? weird because I've got a little boy, you know. And I got a tell, boy now too. I don't give a fuck now. But the thing I'm, is, I'm good to tell somebody that. Unfortunately, one of the pieces of that is the the cycle. You know what I'm saying? I can say with uh, all certainty that cycle's broke. Like that would never be an issue. Oh fuck yeah! Same here. Same here. I got. The um, one that I struggle with more than that is the. Like the fucking the irrational thought, you know, and it's that one. As like in, I, I worry, Tony, because of the abuse that I've had to suffer, and you don't way, have to worry about it. The way that I react to shit sometimes, like, and I had moments when the kid was first born, dude. I had to sit yeah. him down and fucking walk away, and I, had, I almost shook the shit out of my kid a few times. Tony, there were times that I left. My it's house. just like stop. And then you go, okay, I'm, I'm turning into a psycho. The voice turning in the back of my head was saying, just drop him. He'll stop. Just drop him. And I had to leave my house. Like, my wife came home. I handed her the baby. I fucking yes. went to, like, McDonald's, and I took my phone. And I started, like, looking up, do I need to go see a fucking psychiatrist? Yeah. Like, But, I, see, that's that's the paradox what I discovered. The, the simple fact that you know this and you question yourself, it is something that you don't need to worry about. As long as you're always honest and you have an open dialogue within yourself mm-hmm. you don't have any issue yeah. because if you have a conscience if you have or, or an empath a lot of people in our situations are very empathetic because we went through a lot right. we know what things feel like so that alone makes us more human than the than the original oppressor original offender is because the, you know and that's that's the whole thing with thought police that's the whole thing with like policing thought because sometimes yes thought thoughts well, do become actions that's a statistic thing tony just like you said earlier with growing yes. up a certain way you know unfortunately the statistic is if you were molested as a child you usually molest people the statistic and i think is, that that statistic is physically old. abused and beaten as a child you're more susceptible to respond with violence and anger and, you know, it's it's hard because you have to question yourself because the reality is, is it's in there. At the beginning of the age of like this true. age of information that we live statistic in. statistic that said that people like I was raised by my grandma. So they were saying that basically my mom's generation, the people that were parents then mm-hmm. were notorious, like you said for having their parents were yep. and their parents were old and crotchety and grew up at a time when it was spare the rod beat the child fucking yep. kids are to be you know seen and not heard you do it the They're fuck farm hands day. yeah and uh this closet of of situations that you know people tell you you're not supposed to talk about because everybody had a hard life and it's like well no motherfucker sometimes this shit needs to be talked about like some of this it could be avoidable get off your chest because you might have some insight into something that somebody else will pick up on, and it might help somebody, you know. And that, you know, it's great that we have podcasting now. It's crazy. It's a, it's a, it's. A, it's I don't know if it's just simply me being able to get everything out of my head that makes me feel good. Because I won't be honest with you. I don't. I mean, aside when it comes to like listeners, all I know are you guys. Our indie group, you know, we're indie podcasters. You know, we have this whole thing going. We're not even, I mean, if like we're not, I would, I would say we're, we're not even part of Potter and family. 
No. Part and family got taken over last year when I got kicked out. That was funny. And, I was and fucking Ray, Ray got it. kicked out because yeah. me and Ray were doing so good because we're actually, you know, and then like whoever didn't like Mike Jolite's show, he, he blocked me on Twitter. I didn't even know why. I never really had any interaction with this fucking guy at all. I never, I don't even think I tweeted at him. But we were all finally believe it's the fact that I'm so blunt and honest and I'm not structured. There's not segments. There's not things broken up. It's unfiltered. It's it it's abrasive. It causes you to think. It's supposed to make you think outside of your very own paradigm. Because I think like you and I both understand the amazing things that we've learned. Like how much better we are for knowing these things. Yeah. How like how well like, I know for a fact my kids are going to be, like, a hundred times more emotionally and socially balanced than I ever was. That is true. That is true. I mean, it's... And they're going to they're gonna get every life lesson I ever learned. I'm going to them about things. I'm going to say, in these types of situations, you're young. You might, you know, you might think you're in love. I'm going to say, your fucking brain is being flooded with drugs. I've had over a hundred women. I'm just going to be uh, a few years from now, but I'm going to be honest with her so that she has a perspective choices. You know what I mean? So I'm going to tell my daughter like, yeah, that's why your mom hates me. That's, that's why we're not together no more is because that's what I did. That's what made me feel good about myself was having sex with as many girls as I could getting the love and attention from as many girls as I could. But my problem was, is I was flawed emotionally. I didn't have what you had. I didn't have what certain people had. They didn't. I didn't have mommy and daddy to teach me things. So it left a God-shaped hole in my soul. And I just had to fill it, fill it, fill it, fill it, fill it with as many women. And I broke so many hearts. And recognize these types of guys. Oh, yeah. You're going to meet. It's going to be enchanting. You're going to be like, this guy, he's just, you know, he's funny. He's silly. He's outgoing. But it's important to look. an object. You're, you're a goal. That's it. <laughs> exactly. You're not a thing to be conquered. You're you're a uh, 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 Excalibur. At the end of the day, only the fucking right one can pull you out. And that's based on you and what you believe and, and your personal value. You, you shouldn't value yourself based on someone's attention. Yeah. You should value yourself based on your accomplishments and your growth and, and, and growing to the point where love is a thing. That's a value and it needs to be earned. It can't you can't just willy-nilly get married like i got married the first time yeah i didn't give a fuck that's why i got divorced See, i didn't get married till i was almost 30 <laughs> i got married at 20 we were together for i don't know like six years before we finally pulled the trigger too so yeah, you know yeah. since we were 14 yeah mm-hmm. it was she was like she was the first house i ran away to i remember I, you, you know today they were uh on twitter they were talking about the phone box phone box like a payphone a payphone yeah i i literally would go to a payphone and talk to her on the phone great in in those fucking boxes it had the door and everything i remember because i lived in the mountains and i didn't have a telephone dude like my mom was dating a tweaker yeah he, he worked for meth like so our, our heart turned off fucking uh cable got turned off telephone got turned off and we just we didn't it's have so nothing we live parallel lives my like crazy, it's it's, right? it's it's crazy to think like I don't know what time like what years this was happening or whatever like three oh four I keep jumping around because I'm fucking stone and that's earlier we were talking about how they moved our trailer and left it on the side of the road we moved to the <laughs> woods man we had to that's funny I would love to, to live in the woods fucking chainsaws and a bulldozer your trailer two weeks of Hucking, bucking, and chucking wood, motherfucker. Oh, that's a son of a bitch. Every day after school and all day on the weekend, I'm stump grinding. Oh. Fucking trailer in there. And we lived in that motherfucking trailer for so six months without that's running it? water. No, 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 oh, no. shit. Without running water. Okay. So we were shitting in a bucket out back by the shit. She as shit. Going to take a shit at one o'clock in the morning with a pistol and a flashlight. You hear me? <laughs> you should, man. So then, that was short films. And the thing short is, short film called Country as Fuck. We put, and just it to be that story. When we moved out there. We didn't move all of our shit in right away. We had to make like a pallet out in the front with you know boxes. So it basically looked like you know when a stunt man jumps off a building. It was just yeah. like a sea of like a big thing of boxes. 
just fucking around with some fireworks and you know those little strobe things? You ever seen those? The little strobe fireworks that, that flash. Little, they're fireworks, but you light them and they, they go <laughs> like it's a... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like a flare that stutters. I threw, one, I threw one back there and it went off. And you know like some of those fireworks when they blow out, like they're done. They just maybe burn for a second and then they go out. Yeah. I fucked around <laughs> and dropped one on them boxes. And I saw it finish doing its thing, and I said, it'll probably be fine. <laughs> and I went, and I laid down. I was watching The Matrix. I remember that. It had come out on video. It was the summertime. It was hot. I was just laying on my bed, sweating, watching fucking TV. And I hear this noise, just this steady, this quiet, just grumble. Just, and I go, just whipping, huh? What the fuck was that? So I walk, and I come around the corner. And that box pit is on fire. We've got, we used to invade people's houses. We would come with a pickup truck full of milk jugs and fucking five gallon buckets. And we'd say, hey, can we borrow your water hose for a minute? Yeah. And then an hour later, you know what I'm saying? We got this, oh, geez. this surplus. And we were probably in the middle of that. So we only had about half of it left. And I, I saw it. I ran down and I filled up a bucket with jugs you know that dude you got a fire blazing it's just go 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 another one go 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 i threw the first bucket on there and the heat from that fire hit my back you know what i'm saying you know when you throw water on fire it kind of fireballs like it it pops out and then the fire comes right back and i threw it on there and i felt the division of the oxygen hydrant created a combustible gas sorry go I felt that fucking heat hit my shoulder and I said, Oh my God, like this isn't, <laughs> this isn't going out, you know, <laughs> it's unstoppable. So I've Dude, you just got, shovel dirt on it, man. I've barely got cell phone service. We're out in the middle of the woods. I call the fucking fire department, nine one one. I tell them what's going on. And, uh, they could, it, it would have taken them 30 minutes, an hour to fucking even get. So then this oh, old man yeah. shows up right the volunteer like the local fire brigade you know with a backpack sprayer like what you would put like roundup in for pesticide (laughs) yeah and by this point he shows up and we're just watching it dude this is a towering inferno of all of our fucking worldly possessions all every toy i fucking had oh my god dude every dish every every picture you know and uh he says all right well I guess we're going to give this a shot. You know, and he goes over with his fucking deal, and he's just kind of squirting the shit out. I mean, by then, it's just, it's done. And it just, you know, and then we were still out in the woods for a while. We got a little close to a year in. So we went almost a year without fucking running water. That's crazy, uh, man. I would take baths and creeks and shit. There was this one creek down there. That's a life right there. Go down there, you just take like a net bag and you put your shampoo and your soap and shit in there you throw it in the fucking pond and jump oh, in yeah. and wash your ass i could live that life i wouldn't have a problem with that life at all that wasn't the worst part the worst part was when you got home you'd have to fucking wipe your shit off again with like clean water because you'd have that green algae shit all over you you know oh yeah 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 Living yeah that that algae shit wouldn't be good i would well how bad was it a creek what was it it was like pond slash stream you know so it was like a pond that was was like a part of a stream it was big enough Uh uh-huh and it was deep enough that at one point it was about waist deep and then you could get up to about you know deep enough to jump into and maybe not have a footing so you know five six feet maybe and yeah man just you know three four o'clock five for it got too dark just all right guys you jump in the truck you fucking go down there go wash your ass come back maybe drink a beer wipe that's down tight and figure out who's fucking bonfire party or whatever out in the country you finna go to that'd be the life man i i, I the only reason why i say that is because i live in, i live here and i want i like want peace and quiet i want i was thinking about that like what would it be like if i were to life and go like be be a monk or something for one year just go somewhere in complete solitude no distractions I think I I spent a lot of time alone as a kid, and uh, I don't mind being alone, 
I don't like doing it for a long period of time. Yeah, you want you got to have spurts of of right. interaction. And uh, I I liked being out in the woods. I liked being able to hear cars because out there yeah. there's nothing. So like you hear a car coming five miles away, you just and you can tell if it's your friend that drives like an asshole. Like you can tell when he's taking, <laughs> taking curves and shit, and you're like yeah. he's slinging rocks. And you're like, <laughs> and the sky, man, the sky is fucking beautiful out there. And then you get the wildlife. You get deer and possums and raccoon that just sounds so amazing to me it was it was harder than i would have liked eventually well if you had a bunch of money that'd be amazing oh yeah like if you had a way to set it up right it'd be cool but we just kind of half-assed it my grandma was notorious for just half-assing shit she would use like uh you know construction site lumber like used piece of truck bed and then we'd have like a wood pile so yeah. if she wanted to build some shit, she'd be like, all right, well, let's fucking piece together this deck. And we'd just build <laughs> it out of fucking, you know, two-foot-long fucking two-by-fours and shit. <laughs> You'd be, the little cousins would be over there with hammers and fucking trying to pry apart two-by-fours yeah, yeah. and shit, p- picking nails out of them. <laughs> yeah, trying to recycle everything, use everything. That's sort of how I am now. I'm, I'm like that. I, I, I just That's find things and just video, think, like, I could use this. I liked it. For Some days it was okay. Like, uh, what happened was eventually I started driving, and then I mm. stayed there mostly on the weekends. So that was cool. Like, when I got to a point, uh, we had moved, like, a camper, like a little trailer out to the property. I had some fuck-up uncles that were in and out in that time. So that was usually where whoever was staying there would stay. It's just a little mm. camper, had an air conditioner and a refrigerator and a TV. Yeah. So, you know, I would come in on the weekends, fucking get some, some movies, throw some pizza rolls in the fucking fridge and mm-hmm. pack of beer. Yeah. And then I would just have just this cast of motherfuckers from around the block, just all these goofy-ass farm kids that hated living in the woods probably as much as I did. Some of them not as much, but most of them were all just kind of fucked. Like, from the start, you could tell. Didn't have a chance. These kids ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I know, I hate when I see that. I got a group of kids over here that I'm trying to mentor subtly, trying to get them out of that retard lifestyle because they're already there. I wonder what it's like to really not have the drive. Like, Me too. It's weird. I wonder how blissful that shit is. Doesn't it look fun? It looks so easy. Like you see a motherfucker that just hasn't had to work a day in his life and couldn't doesn't give a fuck. Give a fuck. Couldn't couldn't. Yeah, how man. Fuck you say it, but it, it kind of bothers me. It gives me anxiety thinking about it. it kind of upsets me. Cause like even even like today Saturday, um, I just like feel like I gotta keep going. I gotta keep working. There's something else I gotta fucking do. And when I'm when I'm sitting around doing nothing and I have hours to spare, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm wasting time. I could be doing something right now. Like it's it's not even conscious. It's subconscious. Like it just hits me, and like I get up and I have to fucking go. I wish I could not give a fuck, but I, I it's just it's not in me, man. I can't do. It. I think it's because I used to do it, and I grew out of it. And going back to it is like regression. So I'm subconsciously being the same person I was four or five six years ago. Well, then being a dad, too. Like, you don't have any fucking free time. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> yeah. Let's say this is this is the only hobby I can fucking have right now because it's in in the house. <laughs> I want to be rich already, man. I, think I don't want rich for things. I want rich for freedom. You know what I mean? That's it. For I don't experience. Need, look, I don't need $50 million. Give me 1.5, and you'll never see my fucking ass again. I'll fall off the Dude, map. I'll invest in some shit. I'll fucking get a little... 200000 Fuck my house. debt, I'll and then I would build a business. I'll buy my mom a house, so she ain't got to work. Nah, fuck my mom. Nah, I got to... <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I feel you. Fuck her. Hey, hey, I feel you. But nah, my mama... Like, no, I ain't buying nobody shit when I earn a lot of money. And I, I feel bad for her, because I explained in another episode, like, I know what I know about my grandma, and I know about my yeah, personality yeah. what happened to me this is the same thing with me man Sometimes my grandpa molested my mom and married her off at 14 hmm. she didn't even graduate she barely got to ninth grade i think i think she dropped out of eighth grade she had my oldest brother at 14 you know what i mean she didn't have a fucking chance see it makes me sad because it's like i know that i got the latter version of her my mom my mom got her when she was fucking in her prime like when she was still spry. 
and she really didn't give a fuck. Like, I can't imagine what that does to a psyche. I got, she, my mom had, I think, one other sister and three brothers, and they're all fucking losers. You know, there's one no was confidence, one, there's no self esteem. One was a I dope bet it got head. beat out of them. One was a dope head. One went to prison for like 17 years. The other sister is a spitting image of her, but like a like a pound puppy. Like she got no self esteem. Basically, mm-hmm. she let my grandma move life, and it's just what? it's fucking sad, dude. To know how many people this woman has has moved in on and just fucked over, and then I see my mom, who is genuinely a good person, who maybe could have tried a little harder, you know. Mm. But at the same time, like when I see what my grandma was capable of it's like i'd have been scared to come around this fucking bitch too you know like yeah because you know it's gonna be something it's gonna be a thing but now having a kid it makes me go i would have done it there's no way anybody would harm my children yeah nobody would move in on my kids they get fucked up i don't care if you're my grandma you're my mom you ain't doing shit with my kids like there's no there's no middle ground right there there's no substitution there's no Com- compromising nothing. It's these are my kids. I'm raising them the way I'm raising them. You don't life. It's that simple. And, and and it's. I think th- that mentality is an earned mentality. I think I had to live life. I think if I was coddled and all these other things, I probably would have a different perspective. Like if I had my dad, he worked. I never, I ne- never strived for anything. I never needed. I never wanted. You know, I always had or. My mom always loved me, and my dad taught me how to be a man from the get beginning. I'd probably be a very boring fucking person right now. Maybe not. Maybe. You probably how much? Be, it's I. I, know, I, I think yeah. life is fifty-fifty, nature and nurture. I think there's genetic proponents for greatness, but I think there is external stresses that need to uh, unlock those genetic codings to create the person that you potentially can be. But you can't get there without that negativity. I think that definitely. I saw a quote that somebody had said, and it's, you know, the, uh, I think what really fucked up and made the millennial generation is the shitty life or a shitty childhood. So I'm going to give my child all that. And the thing is, is that's what makes your kid a little fucking shit if you give them everything. The quote was instead of giving your child all the things that you never had, teach them all the things that nobody ever taught you. Yep, that's exactly that's my philosophy. Bam. Now, 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 I, I, my kids, everything I never had, but it's not material at all. Okay, they want to give their kids a nice house, a nice car, a nice education. They want to give them the nicest clothes, the newest gadgets. No, I want to give my kid everything I never had. I want to give my kid a father. I want to give my kids a moral compass. I want to give my kids a family. I want to give my kids structure, confidence, confidence, self-esteem, trust, love, understanding, perspective. Mm -hmm. These are the things that I'm giving my child because I never had them. I had to earn them and I see how much better my life is with it. So if I'm going to give my kids, they don't need the nicest clothes. They are growing right now. They're growing. I'm going to have to replace their clothes within a month. So why spend a shit ton of money? That's just dumb. That doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? So you do, you like, you, you think of these things. Like, I know people that buy their fucking five-year-olds Jordans. They're like, are you fucking dumb? Why are you spending $60 on a pair of shoes that you're going to have to buy again in a month? That's fucking crazy. It's stupid. It's dumb. And, it, and, it's, out, and it, it's, it's a part of the democratic agenda uh, applying itself to the media, showing people a, that that if you want to be cool, you want you want to have everything you ever need, then you need this, you need this, you need this. So when people finally get money in the ghettos, what they do is they spend their money on fucking clothes, shoes, hats, jewelry. You go out and get they don't good, they bitch. don't save, they don't they don't invest, they don't conserve. They just spend, 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 spend. They perpetuate the consumer and never the entrepreneur. It's a vicious cycle. I don't know what the answer is, though. Tony Major 2020. That's right. No, I I would never do that job. I would never do that. No. I would I would I would make a I would make a executive order that there needs to be a fourth branch of government that is the philosophers. 
oh shit, you're gonna have them go head to head with Congress? Yes. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> they. That is where we need a part of the government where it it they debate the moral construct of law and how it will positively and negatively affect our society and decide whether or not that that law will better our society for the good for everybody or not. I think that that's so important. Like a panel, man. you mean? Like a three strike, like the three strike law mm-hmm. or mandatory minimums. Those are no, more laws that need to be debated. Like a philosophy branch. So you do you yep. mean like 12 people? Do you mean like 100 people? You mean like how many people were at how many how many people were at the King Arthur's round table? Uh, was it like twelve? I don't. That sounds familiar. How many people were at King Arthur's table? It's not working. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> I don't have time fucking, for your fucking questions. Fucking Google, man. It's a book. Yeah, but I, I get <laughs> I get deep in the philosophies, man. Because it, it, philosophy, moral meaning, and, and stuff like that is the basis of everything. It's in everything. School lunches philosophy is in school lunches. It, like, what are you gonna like? If you're gonna go on the racetrack, what are you gonna use? Eighty nine, eighty seven. No, motherfucker, you're gonna use ninety three. You're gonna use premium, above premium, ultra premium. You're gonna use the best fuel yeah. to win the fucking race. So the whole education system based on a garbage nutrition diet that does not provide our brain with any fatty fucking acids. No, it's all carbohydrates. Just enough Come on. to let you tune in, man. That's it. Just enough to keep your ass awake. <laughs> it it's just I don't know. I just don't think people are thinking things through. It does seem like it seems like it's getting worse. Mm-hmm. And all I seem to keep hearing are people that can't agree on how to make it better. So it's like... Well, it's because in order to make it better, you have to fucking uh, specialize the individual. In order to make it better, it's, it's, it's fuck your feelings. Right? You want to make it better? Fuck your feelings. You want a good life? Work fucking hard. Uh, and that's it. That's really it. People want special treatment. People want things. Don't burn your stash, bro. God damn. I think I got it. <laughs> that, that's why I don't do the roaches, man. So I don't do the roaches. I just put it in a bowl. Because well, well, I shaved my mustache, as you could tell. Over here trying to look like Wolverine and shit. <laughs> but, no, uh. This fucking fan on, too. And it's like flame around. It's like fucking smacking you in the face with a flame. You know what sucks is I couldn't tell if you could see me or not. So I fucking leaned over there. <laughs> as soon as I realized it was when I fucking burnt myself. <laughs> I don't know, man. These things, and I think we'll probably end up homeschooling our fucking kid, man. Like that. I was thinking about that. I was not, thinking about that, dude. It's a good fucking idea. But Betsy DeVos, Betsy DeVos, but I do, I do, because that puts the parents in charge. That puts everybody that has a child in education in charge of what the fuck they learn. And I think that that's important. I don't think the government should dictate what everybody learns at all. I think it, I think it should be special. I think it be, should be regional. It should be like everybody in this society, we all have a moral compass. <laughs> we all have like a communal idea. And, and we know what we need in our education system and for our area. So those schools are going to offer certain things and that should be free. You know, like in, in San Bernardino, they should be pushing for motherfuckers to go to college. They should they should be pushing vocational schools for fucking job trades so that they, they, they can create a middle class. But no, they're sending motherfuckers to Berkeley to study humanities and philosophy where you can't do anything with it ever. Where? Where can you do that? You can become a public speaker, but you have to be really good at public speaking. And a lot of those people aren't. I heard something the other day on... Uh... It was one of those other podcasts I listened to. But somebody made a point, and it's funny. Well, they're full of dicks. I think they were just fucking around, but it hit home when they said it. I go, God damn, that's a pretty good fucking, you know, situation. And it was, um, so doctors, right? They go Uh to school for years. I mean, it's, it's literally, it's four years of college, and then eight years of what, med school, and then like another three rotations. Residency. Residency, yeah. For basic doctoring. Okay, like we're just we're and then, and and it's a, it's a practice, not a mastery. So like even like if you go to a doctor, don't trust anything that they say. So here's the thing: it costs a lot to go to the doctor, right? Mm, yeah. So his point was, 
doctors have to go to school for as long as they go to school, and they end up with these ridiculous amounts of debt, okay? Yeah, I I have a crazy amount of debt, and I don't even have a degree. Right, so, okay, so the Stupid college. The point he was making was, what if so expensive? Because people that want to be doctors are going to be doctors, regardless. And it said, Mm -hmm. the reason that they charge so much is because they got fucking bills to pay, motherfucker. Like... They got a hundred thousand yeah. hanging to get started. So yeah, no, I can't fucking give you a checkup for less than this much because guess what? I'm paying. <laughs> yeah, see the problem with that is is no one talks about that shit. So the point he made was if you made medical school cheaper, if you made that kind of shit more accessible for people to do and not give them the fucking three hundred grand debt mark when they get out of it, then maybe they wouldn't have to charge so fucking much. So then maybe you could go see a doctor for less than $3,000 when your back hurts, you know? Yeah, no, the prices have... No, I, I, I know for a fact that the prices have nothing to do with the um, with the, 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 paying, the paying off because they do make a significant amount of money. Right. But the problem is... So I just assume that that partially had to go to it because they probably don't make money. No, yeah. No, no, the the problem. You know, they get some kind of money regulated to them through. Well, yeah, yeah. no, the problem is is the recent healthcare regulations is what it does is it forces the doctors to compromise on their their personal bills. And although, like, if you think about it realistically, like their price, like over here, even in California, like a checkup at the doctor's is like 60 to 100 bucks. Yeah. You know, like, really need to get checked up? That is not a lot to illegally smog my truck because I didn't want to get the things repaired. Right. You know what I mean? That's $150 for fake papers. Mm-hmm. Paper. That's it. I'm not paying for anything real like my well-being. And that's the whole idea. Because no government mandate on anything. And let the free market dictate price. And what happens is right now the government is mandating set prices for certain places or even they have an unregulated price range across the country. That's why, you know, you can go – I can go to a doctor's in Arkansas be way cheaper than it would be for me to go to a doctor in Los Angeles. Right. A doctor in Los Angeles is going to cost me thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars when I can go somewhere else for the exam, same exact thing. For, it's a clinic here for like 60 bucks, man. You'll fucking go in there, they'll check you up, and then from there, you know, a couple hundred dollars, you get some stitches or some some bandages yeah. or whatever the fuck you need. No, dude, here, you, you go to the emergency room for a broken arm, easy five grand, easy six grand. Yeah. It's like, well, I could have done this shit. At my, I, I could sew, I, I could my own blood, administer my own IV. I could, you know, unscientifically, like, you know, Western lifestyle type shit, yeah, I could yeah, do yeah. it. I'll tie some popsicle sticks and maybe a sock. I'll fucking twist that shit up. <clears throat> yeah, you know, I can I can just deal with the pain and re-break my arm to set it right back and then just go to the store and buy some plaster. I'll bite a fucking, you know what I mean? I'll bite a belt. I'll take a bullet. <laughs> I'll chew the tip off and pour some gunpowder in it, motherfucker. And, and just set that bitch on fire. <laughs> I, told my, I told my friends if they ever got shot, you know, because my friends led a different life than me, I was like, you guys can come to me and I'll take care of you if you don't I mean, unless you literally are, like, for sure injured yeah. and you have, like, eternal bleeding, there's nothing I can do. It's but if it's just, like, a graze or a through and through, I can around, take care of you. If you fuck around and shoot yourself in the leg, bruh, I got you. Bring it over here. Now, you fuck around yeah. and shoot your kidney off. Maybe we want to go. To the- I, 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 I don't do, specialize in kidneys. I'm not going to do nothing but stick my thumb in your kidney hole and go, God damn, you're supposed to have a kidney right here, boy. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. It's weird for me, man. I think it's weird that I have a basic understanding mostly everything. Like, it's easy for me to understand in, a, in the entire car works. It's easy for me to understand. And I, I don't know. Like, I find it weird when other people can't find it easy to understand these things. It's a weird paradigm for me. Common sense is not so common, Tony. Yeah, I guess so. I, but is it common? Can we call it common? I think we should call it rare. Rare sense. How about just sounds changing, cooler? How about just changing a tire? You know how many people there are that probably don't know how to change a tire? I okay, so I have a story. Uh-huh. I was teaching my ex-wife how to change brakes. Right? Yeah. Uh, we had an old 1989 Honda Prelude, sick ass car. I loved it. Yeah. And uh, so you know, I I was dumb at the time. I wasn't as cautious as I am now. So I 
or tighten the lug nuts. We take the car onto the freeway to test drive the brakes, and fucking the tire flies off on the freeway. And and I I always handle these types of situations so perfect. Like I almost drove off a cliff, and subconsciously I downshifted, brake, turned the steering wheel, fucking upshifted, fucking accelerated, and made this ex- like a ninety degree turn on a one lane road, almost hitting off a cliff. And it was like like that. Like I I. That is my specialty. If there's any type of specialty I have, is handling shit under pressure. Pressure, I can do it. it. Like I'm confident in myself, I can handle shit under pressure. Yeah. But what was I saying? <laughs> you were teaching how to do breaks. We were talking about people oh, who don't know how to. Yeah, do I was shit. just. Like, yeah, just I was basic just basic life shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Common sense and whatnot. Damn. I don't understand it. I think. Um... I think there's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to make it if the shit ever really hits the fan. And I think I'm, I'm pretty, pretty, I'm pretty certain it is. I'm, I'm pretty certain we got five years until we have another civil war, man. I'm looking at the way things are going and the way the way they're publicizing things and the way the the the, the alt left are pushing these agendas. Like there's the the Harvard University has all black dorms. They're segregating us again. Are you like? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's what the Civil War is for. That was. That's why Martin Luther King died. It's so that there was no more segregation, more integration, more assimilation, more American lifestyle. Fuck the color of our skin. But no, it's going backwards. You have university professors saying that that some white people are going to need to die for things to be really equal. No, no. All we have to do is think that we're all the same. That's all. That's it. That's all we got to do. Nobody needs to die. We just got to be like, no, we're the same. I'm just judging you on how dumb you are. That's right. <laughs> but no, no, it's like, oh, I'm black. That's racist that you called me dumb. It's like, no, you're just fucking dumb. I call my brother. My brother's dumb. My mom's dumb. They're dumb. They have no intellect. They don't understand shit. They're dumb. It has nothing to do with race. It has to do with the content of your fucking character. Dumb piece of shit. God, they make me so mad, dude. Because it threatens my children's life. That's true. I don't want my children to live in 1984, dude. Mm-hmm. No, it lose, and they're just reiterating garbage, and they're just talking out of their ass. And sometimes I'll get into it. Don't, unless it's something that's real fucked up, and they're just way out of line. And I'm like, look, thing is, is you need to know that not everybody's playing for the same team. Some people say shit just to say shit. And maybe you should maybe look at another angle on this and not be so fucking hardcore. Because yeah, I mean, if like if you want a if you want a good example is watch um, Get Me Roger Stone on Netflix. It just came out like yesterday. Get Me Roger Stone. It, it, he he has been in politics since like the seventies, man. This dude has been manipulating and guiding politicians since like forever. Nixon, Reagan, fucking uh, other. He even backed people so that he could sabotage them so that other people can become president. And, and, like, I had this theory a while ago talking about Trump on how I think that he just manipulated the media. They, they, everything that happened was for a purpose. And, like, this documentary just proves that I was right. Like, there's an organization that, that, will, that they hire to sway public opinion, to make them believe certain things, to vote in a direction based on the idiot mind community, like, as a whole, People. you know? People are stupid. A person can be capable of rational discussion, but people is where your shit goes south. Get that mob mentality. Oof. It's not good. Terrible, terrible perspective on the world. See, you know, uh, internet kind of shit stories. But I saw Facebook and one of those misunderstanding situations. Um, this is a, a, a tire shop in one of the towns I delivered to, and they've been open for probably 12, 15 years, something like that. Long time. Is it? Is it? What's that? No, no, no. It's something else. This is a. This was a <laughs> town fucking tire shop, and uh, real nice people, church going folks. You know, probably in their mid sixties, like right on the retirement area, but not quite there yet. Hmm. And uh, I work for these people, you know, bringing shit to them a couple times a week. You know, always ask me how I'm doing. Good conversation. The old man likes shit. He didn't even really curse. Like, he was just a cool-ass old dude. He always wow. asked how I'm doing. Fucking offer me a bottle of water. Just a sweetheart, right? Yeah. So, day, this woman pulls into the parking lot, right? And she parks her car 
kind of space. She just kind of pulls yeah, yeah. this little lot and blocks in like three fucking cars. Mm-hmm. She gets a rear pass around with some shit. Right. Nobody can see what she's doing. That's just she's she's there. And uh, so somebody that was parked in one of those cars attempted to leave and couldn't. So she went inside and said something to the the old lady. She said, hey, um, parked across the, you know, I can't get out. And she goes, well, I don't know what the heck, what she's doing out there. Let me uh, see what's up. So she goes and gets her husband. The old man goes out there to check and see what's going on. So he approaches her, says, hey, you're going to have to move your car. And before, you know, he can really even get the words out, she snaps back at him and says, you're just going to have to wait. And he goes, okay, well, listen, you're blocking people in. I'm going to need you to move. And she starts to say, I had an emergency, Uh, you know, this thing. It's okay now, but just, you know, I'll be out of the way in a second. And he goes, ma'am, it's cool. Just move, you know. And then she says something about... uh, starts screaming at him and shit just like this guy you know you have you're such a mean person you know and he says look if you're gonna be like that you can just get the fuck out like that's what he said and you know he made attempts to try to be cool about it but finally he snapped and just said just fucking go like if you're gonna yell at me whatever Mm. what he didn't know was apparently the woman had a disabled child and while they were driving down the highway, the kid started to, like, uh, I guess, throw up and, mm. like, aspirate, if you will. Yeah. So it was kind of an emergency. The woman pulled over to try to help the kid out. The kid, I guess, got worked out somewhere in between her pulling over and everything. They didn't know that. Yeah. And, and nobody took the time or, or had a, even a chance to say shit. Even ask what's going on. So... She went and told her husband what had just happened, you know, him telling her to get the fuck out and all this stuff. So then he comes down there, and now, you know, Charles is is wound up over this whole incident, already kind of pissed off about the whole thing. And then the husband shows up with a fucking attitude, like, you know, you motherfucker, you told my wife to, you know, just kind of showing his ass. And so now Charles snaps back at him, and he's like, I did tell her to get the fuck out of here, and you can get the fuck out too. You know, he just kind of snapped at this dude. He, He had had enough of it. Mm. the woman puts like a three paragraph thing on Facebook Mm. describing the situation basically calling for his head like you know fuck these people they're the worst blah 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 yeah the shit gets retweeted or or re-shared like 2300 times Fuck, you went viral. So, two weeks went by, and not one fucking person went in there. Damn, and dude. It closed. You know, really? They had to shut it down. That's it, free market for you, bro. It broke my heart. Because there were conversations that happened. Um, you know, eventually the old man and the woman got to get to the bottom of the shit. She apologized. He apologized. They took the post down, but Mm -hmm. the thread can kept on and kept on. And yeah, they went three weeks, four weeks, nothing. And they had to shut down. So that shit and what can happen when that you, that one sentence, that one fucking tweet, you can ruin somebody's fucking life. Yeah, I think... All of hundred behind them going, yeah, fuck these people. You just need a moral injustice. Any Everybody gets behind a moral injustice. Although it lacks perspective, you know? Perspective is important. And that's where that guy lacked. That's where he fucked up. He forgot to ask why she pulled over, why she stopped. Does she need help with anything? You know, he, he could have approached it like that and then everything would have been good. She could have been like, my, you know, my baby's throwing up. I need to, you know, she's have to save her life real quick. Can you hold on? And then I think everybody, anybody, any moral, empathetic person, sympathetic person, be like, yeah, yeah, take your time. There's no argument against that. If you argue against the child's life, right? Like, what? you're a fucking piece of shit, and your business deserves to be shut down. But I'm sure that's not the case. Wrong. Being angry about pe- people not willing to have conversations, but uh, yeah, it's worth that the free market will cause people to be more socially aware. Right. 
Right. That's it. Can't you can't force people's brains to change. It needs to just happen. They need to experience hardship for growth. So the only way for them to experience the hardship is for businesses to be fucked over. I mean, it's it's happening to everybody, man. Everybody's business. Like that one basketball team owner guy that yeah. just told his, his booty call that I don't want to see you posting pictures with those black dudes on Instagram and Facebook. You can have sex with them. I don't care. Just don't post about it on Facebook. Like, oh, this, I don't find nothing wrong with that statement. What's wrong with that? It's just because he said black guys. He didn't call them the N-word. It's true. He didn't use it's, the N-word it was, once. It was some conniving shit. You know, mm-hmm. it's shitty because you know people do, and there are people that would have a very similar conversation that probably feel a lot more strongly than he does. It just sucks because yeah. I don't know what he fucking feels. I'm sure. He's an old ass dude. Right. I'm not justifying you know? it. I, I don't know. And uh, that's kind of the thing. It, people just need to wait a generation and be assimilated. It's going to breed out and we're all going to be okay, dog. This is, I got people like you sitting around trying to make sense of everything and trying to convince <laughs> me that I'm not fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, I, I feel crazy every fucking day. Man. I feel like I'm a, I'm a not standout. Me. I'm an aberration. I feel like I'm the only person in the world sometimes that isn't crazy. And that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think that's everybody. Everybody hates said, everybody. Is everybody fucking... Du- ju- Am I the only intelligent person really around here <laughs> this is bad. i think i think us i think we i think people like us become podcasters that's funny <laughs> shit man well hey it's been cool hanging bro we did a, a minute here yeah, so this will probably stock me up for at least two hours two so that's cool and uh, i appreciate you bro it's it's really cool getting to know you because like i said i fucking i've listened to enough of your show now to kind of get that you're a special dude and um Thank you. I think there's something in the in in the path. We just got to figure out what the fuck it is and keep on going. You know, it's got to get there. That's all. That's right. It's a journey, man. It's, it's I'm very impatient. I, I'm sure you can tell. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm very impatient. I, I check myself though. Yeah, I, I I realize when I'm being irrational sometimes. But uh, yeah, it's funny. So there you have it. My conversation with Tony Rager. Man, so much. So much. I don't really know what else to say. I guess it's just for people out there that. I'm not saying you had it easy, but better. Sometimes it helps to understand, have a little empathy for other people, and understand what they might have had to deal with growing up and the hardships. We're all just trying to get through this shit, man. That's all you can do. Every day, get up and you do your fucking best. And don't let nobody try to change that. We'll catch you later, guys. When you can't find the light that you on a cloudy day when the stars ain't shining bright, it feels like you lost your way. When the candlelight of hope burns so very far away, well, you gotta let your soul shine, just like my daddy used to say. He said, soul shine is better than sunshine. Better than moonshine It's damn sure better than rain Well now people don't mind We all feel this way sometimes Got to let your soul shine Shine till the break of day I grew up thinking I had it made Life can take the strongest man and make him feel so alone. Now sometimes I feel a cold wind blowing through my aching bones. I think back to what my daddy said. He said, boy, in this darkness before the dawn, let your soul shine. Whoa.
tenderness Like a woman has robbed him of his very soul A woman too, Lord knows she can feel like this But hey It's better than moonshine And it's damn sure better than rain Well, our people don't mind We all feel this way sometimes Got to let your soul shine Shine till the break of day Thank you.